Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pants Optional Podcast. We're a bunch of dads sitting around talking about dad things. Life, sports, families, basically everything in between. So sit back, relax, and as always, pants are optional. Chicks take the long ball, Pretty huge. Pretty huge. I bet you can't fart loud enough so everybody can hear you. So this got pretty deep real quick. Pizza. From the hideaway. I do a little lounging in the love seat. I'll get yeah. that when it dings. <gasps> What? That's illegal. Scissor. Slow down on that scissor over there. I can't find a pizza cutter. I'm sick of it. Let's go. Hey, can you quiet down over there? (laughs) Yeah, we're recording a podcast now, okay? All right. Well, I switched that that chair. Squeaky. This is. Oh. Hear that riff? That riff? Yeah, he's really picking the heck out of that thing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> is this yeah. a new one? I don't know. Hey, Damon, if you're listening, we need some new tunes. We need a. We need a. We need a specific wow. song for the podcast. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, he's not gonna listen. All right, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We play his music all the time. He should at listen at least once. Do you think he'll like, listen just to listen to his own music? Sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Maybe. All right, well, here we are, and uh, if it wasn't for our special guest tonight, it would be back to just the two of just us. the two of us, right? Um, yeah, I'm not happy about it. Let's not tell the guests even or the listeners who our guest even is. But we told them last time. Oh, that's true. Do you have a big introduction? No. The, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're supposed to start with. Oh like, yeah. Like middle school staff. And you know? <laughs> yeah. My middle school GPA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Connor Golson's with us tonight. Nice. <sighs> yeah. yeah, Jay Sump's the clapper in the group. And yeah. so, so welcome. Yep. Welcome. Appreciate it. This is me. the official uh, studio. As you can see, Sib is, uh, it's just a garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is, and it's a work in progress. Yeah, it's But it's you got fine. the cat skeleton behind me, so yeah, that's yeah. all you need, really. Yeah, yeah that's... Uh, that's the mascot. I don't know if that's ever going to leave. No. It can't. Came with a place, and it's going to have to remain here. So I already said this before, but I have to clear this beef up right now. Okay, Carl's got some and, beef. And I already told him, but okay, it's it's serious beef, and I want to get it off my chest. Okay, good. I appreciate that. But um, So since I've been probably out of, or in high school, I've played in the adult men's league here at the YMCA. Okay, so roughly how many how many years of that? It's been oh, my gosh. I've skipped a couple years in there, but it, 15. Eight, okay, I was going to say 18, so yep. Okay. Okay. Let's say 15, so I don't feel as old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good, so, good call. You know, I've made it to everything except the championship and winning. Okay. Sure. So I was like getting older, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, we had some good high school basketball players come through. A couple of the guys could get us hooked up, got them guys on our team. Oh yeah. And I was like, guys, this is the year. Yeah. I can just ride these guys coattails all the way to championship. I don't got, I just got passing the ball and I'm good. Yeah. Pass and cut. Yep. So, Let them hit shots. Yep, yep. 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 That's what we did all the way to championship game. And, uh, <laughs> somebody uh somebody didn't show up somebody somebody was absent from the game who was that uh i'm not gonna mention any names but it's connor right yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had a track meet or something it was understandable but and then the next year I was you like, didn't play I'm right play yeah and uh and then you guys 
went ahead and won. We won, we won the chip. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so, man. No, no. It's, it's good. I forgave you a long time ago, but... Yeah. You played in that league a few times, didn't you, though? Yeah, I played... Like freshman and sophomore, or sophomore, or junior, and senior year of okay. high school, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so senior year, before that championship game, I had a track meet that day. For the first few meets of the year, they were letting me just jump because coming off of basketball season, I remember that. They didn't make me run. And so I was just going to long jump, and I could basically just leave whenever I wanted. That right or that night, they had me in three events <laughs> to <laughs> run as well with long jump, and I was like, you know, guys, one more. Can we push it off another day? Got a big game. Tonight. I got a big game tonight. You should, you should There's have gonna to be your scouts coach. there. There's gonna be scouts. <laughs> Come on. You could have and, said, guys, um, we're in the championship game, so I'm gonna go ahead and defer. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump, and then I gotta go. Yeah. And Trent Powers was not having it. Oh boy, old oh. Trent. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, yeah. I'm glad you got that off your chest. It, it was bothering me for, I don't know, probably four or five years now. Yeah, it's been several years now. So <laughs> yeah. Whenever my spidey sense is tingling, it's just Scott just thinking <laughs> about <laughs> yep. the fact that, man, that yeah. kid, that freaking high school hanging. senior left yeah. us hanging. And if I remember right, it was a real close game. We were up. Yeah. And it, then we lost. Yeah. We were up most of the game and then we yeah. lost. Right there. Like, yeah, we don't even need that guy, whoever yeah. he was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then they came back and won. Yeah. Well... It happens. Michael and um, Jay Sump aren't here, you guys. I think we mentioned that. Yeah, they're yeah they're busy tonight. Our hearts are, are with them, though. Mine's not. Oh, freaking <laughs> dicks. <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, so uh, Connor and I talked a little bit about this before you, you came, Carl, oh. but uh, the, the, the championship game last night. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <sighs> Connor was right though. You said it like those, the final four games, that was almost like a little bit of a, uh Oh, like, yeah. Is Gonzaga in trouble here? Yeah. And they were, and Baylor just like, they, they kind of hit their stride against Houston, just smoked yeah. them. And we're thinking, Oh crap, this is, you know, setting up to going to be a great did, did final. Ba- did Baylor have a close game in the tournament? I mean, like within 10, did they? I think they Villanova. They might have beat by eleven. Okay. But other than that, yeah, they smoked everybody else. Dang. I couldn't believe. I mean, they looked like they hadn't even played uh, over the weekend. Right. No. You know I mean like the energy and I mean you said it. You're like they look hungry. Yeah. It was like they were ready to go out and, yeah. and just win. And that yeah, that was uh, unexpected um, outcome, but. I mean, it does help when a team that shoots 35% from three makes their first five, and then yeah. <laughs> it's like 12 for the yeah. night. You yeah, got they, Butler pulling from 40. Yeah. Yeah, no that guy reason. hit. That guy, yeah. Man. Yeah, because Gonzaga switched to that zone, and Butler was like, oh, I, I'm open here. Yeah, I'll shoot like, it. Because Kispert and those dudes couldn't guard him off the yeah. dribble. Like, if you saw Mitchell yeah. get Timmy on a switch, it was just ISO ball. And that's all, and that's all they screen. did. That's all they did. Yeah. They, they picked to get – they screened to get a, a switch yeah. and, and get their matchup, and it was like – Go to work. Yeah. It's probably harder said than done, but why don't they just hedge it and get back? Can you not do that? I, I mean, often that too. I, I wonder I mean, that too. Make them, I mean, I, okay, make them. Yeah, they're making threes. Or what about even go under them. the ball? Like, they're not going to shoot well, that. Right, go. and Iowa State went under in both games against them and had them on the ropes yeah. both times, and if Iowa State wasn't what they were this year, they would have <laughs> won both games. Yeah. Like, yeah, that I, I thought they would make that adjustment at halftime that, okay, let's start going under ball screens. They're not going to stay this hot the rest of the game here, and let's see what happens. And they never they never did. They stuck with the switch. And Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That answers your question, though. You got you to have good guards. 
Yeah, I mean, it, that's it, what the it tournament does. Always comes down yeah. to it. Does and I and I even said I even think a, a guard that may not necessarily be a scorer but can just defend. Yeah, like they're gonna give yeah. you what you need. Yep. Because even like I mean Suggs had a decent game, but the rest of Gonzaga, he started to work for it though. Oh he yeah, started for slow, sure. And he started My super goodness. slow. Yeah. The rest of Gonzaga's guards just were kind of a non-factor last night. Yeah, like Kispert couldn't get a shot off. No. Nope. One, if you saw late in the game. They cut it from 17 to 11. Kispert has a three. Yeah. And they contested it really well. So then he traveled. He like tried to dribble when yeah. he was in the air. Then the next one, kick out. He's wide, wide open. Up. Doesn't shoot it because he thinks the guy's going to close out. <laughs> it was just that all night. It was. He and I I remember it. watching that. Yeah. <clears throat> traveled. And then the next time he was wide open. and Yeah. I don't know. It was a big letdown, though. I well, it, it, it was a letdown because of the Gonzaga-UCLA game that yeah. happened over the weekend. Right. Just an incredible back now, and now forth. Now you think what you think UCLA could have gave him a run? I don't know. Honestly, we'll never know. They're scrappy though. They're scrappy, scrappy, and I feel like their guards are longer and more athletic than Gonzaga, so they could have maybe defended. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. We'll, I, we'll never I, know. I go back to the how the heck was UCLA an eleven seed? That's crazy. They had the playing game. Yeah, and and Michigan State had them up. What Michigan State was up like fourteen on that team. Yeah. I just I don't know. It was a, it was a crazy crazy Nuts. tournament. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll have to wait to see what the results were uh, when we get back to school tomorrow. But I think I I finished in the top three of the bracket at school. So oh, so you win some money? Uh, maybe, but not officially. Like a, oh, you guys don't bet at school, right? No, of course not. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Teachers don't bet, do they? No. Uh-uh. No, no, we yeah, don't gamble. Never. Let me delete these five um, gambling apps. On <laughs> I was going to say DraftKings, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, let me delete those really quick. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Let's start. Let's start like. Let's start freshman in high school. Connor's a freshman. You can, you played. Came off the bench. Yeah. So you came off the. Who was your coach freshman year then? Uh, Nick Wilkins. Nick Wilkins for so freshman and sophomore year. Was, was Seb your coach too? No. You didn't come I, back till junior year, right? No. So okay, so I was coaching my when you were a freshman. I was the JV head coach. Right. Yeah. 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 If you remember. Yeah, because I played one JV game yep. at Boone. Yep. I, I played what six, whatever it was. However two many, quarters. Yep, I played the however first two many quarters. quarters you had could like play. twenty-two. Yep. And then. <laughs> Sat the second half to get ready for the varsity game, and then like well, nobody yeah. knew who I was, so they were just leaving me open. So I went like six for eight from three and had twenty two. I remember that. And me and Devin Shores were the leading scorers, yeah. by the way. No, I, I can <laughs> recall that because then they were like, "Okay, uh, Connor's not playing JV anymore." I'm like, what? <laughs> Sims just heartbroken. Yeah. And uh, uh, we were slim. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that team though? Okay, he's coming off the bench. Is that like Tyler Wood, those yeah. guys? Yep. Yeah, so Chandler, that was his senior year, Chandler starts. Okay. And then Nick Easley and T. Wood. Point, T. Wood, yep. both juniors. And Dang. who else started? Nick Glotfelty. 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 Who? Nick Glotfelty. That's a uh, shout out Tyler Rollins, longtime friend of the program. Yeah? It's his cousin. <laughs> okay. Actually a Kellogg kid. So, I mean, he's going to be tough. Was he blonde? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to be tough. He might be a little different, but he's going to be tough. There are some different ones that come from that area. Yeah, the old Kologians. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then Daquan Allen. Daquan. Oh, yeah. Who, he had uh, like two right hands. He did. <laughs> yeah. He did. I remember him. My, my, uh, my favorite Daquan memory was summer of my eighth grade year going into freshman year. We were going to William Penn team camp. Oh, yeah. Or it might have been Norwalk. But Daquan had a... Uh, 
a get together the night before mm. on a Friday night. Oh, yes. And uh, then he didn't wake up for the suburban ride at 730. So we went to his house and we're banging on the door. Didn't show up. Oh, dang. So there were some disappointed coaches. So the moral of the story is, is don't have your get togethers the night before. Why uh, would you have a Saturday night nah, when been, you get back? Well, I mean, bad decisions, you know. Yeah. yeah. High school kids. Yeah. But this is crazy. This is what's crazy. Okay. So you have Tyler Wood. Yes. Who broke scoring record. Yep. Right. Okay. Then you have Connor. Yep. And well, even before that, it was Kurt Greeley. Okay. Yeah. Do you, you know Kurt? I don't know him. You're but probably you're probably young, way younger. I was, yeah. I think he graduated because that's like Michael's. That's like Michael and yeah. Josh. Worms. Yeah. yeah that would have been what early two thousands. Oh six, maybe. It was six, oh seven, something okay. in there. Yeah. So yeah. I'd have been like eight or nine. Yeah. He yeah. was the first like high school player I remember was Drew Long. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. If he was right before that. Yeah. And I coached Drew. Yeah. 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 You were breaking clipboards on the bench with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a ball boy for yes. those teams. Me it's, and Trey. It's good Garrett, to see Tom back guys. Oh, yeah. Though. Tom's like, back in 100%. there. 100%. I yeah. like Tom in there. Yeah. That's like his calling, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has to be in there. Yeah. So, you got, so basically, you have um, who they just talking about? Greeley. Greeley. He broke the screen record. Yeah. Okay, a couple years later. T. Wood. T. Wood. Yeah. Then Connor. Connor. And then Garrett. Yeah. I mean, how does that happen at every school or not? I don't think Or there just so. wasn't very good basketball players before then, so now everyone's breaking all that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that works. I yeah. really well, don't. Yeah, because so at one point, so the scoring list now is Garrett, me, Tyler. Yes. And Tyler's senior year, Garrett's freshman year, my sophomore year, we were all in the court together. That's yeah. Three that's, leading that's scorers in yeah. school history. That's all crazy. were on the same team. That definitely can't happen everywhere. No. There's it, no way. Okay, so maybe we're jumping ahead here, but let's say Liley coaches that team. T, right. T. Wood Sr., your sophomore. I've starts. had that thought many times. What, is that, what does that run oh, look like there? Because, and, and I had some other questions about just the coaching, but we all know what Liley did when he came into the program. Right. Because he took that first year with what it was, it was uh, Joe Joe Banfield, and you you were junior, right? Yep. So it was Joe, Jake Bennett, yep, Jawan, and Drew Stout were the yep. seniors that year. Yep. And you guys were all juniors, um, and you guys were one game away from state, basically. Yeah, and lost because T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. Uh, flopped with thirty seconds left. Got me maybe, my fifth foul. Maybe one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. Perhaps. Yeah. And well, then one of the <laughs> one of the like state refs. From Newton, not going to say his name, Jeffrey Junker. Jeff Junker. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> after the game, was down laughing with the officials. So we're pretty sure the fix was in, but. Yeah. Dang. Can't I, prove I it, can literally replay. I, I mean, I'm sure you can too. Where was yeah. this game at? That was at Southeast Polk. Yeah, packed house. That you, was, a, that was such a cool game. Fun game. Yeah. But, okay, so going back to that original question. So what does what does that run look? So Liley's there for T-Wood. Easily, you, Sturts, you know, all those guys. Man. Right. I mean, there were so many just great athletes on that team. And like even Jordan Travis was six six. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like massive. I yeah. forgot about could him. Jump, yeah. Could jump, block shots, and just I don't know. Yeah. The the coaching at that time they relied so heavily on like the seniors' input. Whereas like I was a sophomore, Garrett was a freshman, but like after we, so we played a game at Sheraton against TJ Hoggison and Derek Lang was their point guard yep. who ended up, he's at, he might've graduated, but he was at Northwest Missouri yep. state. Yep. Lost like two games in his college career. Yeah. Cause they're insane down there. But so we go to Sheraton, both of them broke a thousand points on the same night. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it was 
those two were really good. They were a very good basketball team. Their junior year, by the and way. And then, then they also had Lim Chul. yes. <laughs> and there is an interesting story about him. Uh, I don't know. I'll say it. He got uh, arrested in middle of last year for a hit and run drive-by. Oh, In the no. middle of Des Moines, yeah. He was the one that got arrested for that. Yes. I remember that. Really? And I remember seeing that name thinking, man, how's that sound familiar? And now I'm just putting it together. Oh, nice. It was unreal. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing because he was, he was like a good kid. I, yeah. he, I was on an all-star team with him after the season, my senior year. And like, good dude. Good guy. Just That's too bad. Nice. So that's, it's funny because I, I, I ponder things like that. Like just going back and listening to you talk about the guys that are on that team. I'm like, man, what if, what if Liley would have been for those guys? Like, I mean, he had you guys with, with a team that, I mean, arguably was one of the worst that Liley coached. Right. One game away from state. You know what I mean? Just turn the program around that fast. So I guess that leads me to the next question. What, what did he do differently? That was like. That, that got you to that level. I mean, he came in. So when we were in like the interview process, like, so Scott Jarvis, and then there were a few people from the like basketball community in Newton, like Tom Vanderland, Tom Weeks. Yep. I think my dad, maybe Scott Bauer. Um, you might've been on the committee too. I can't even remember. No, I was point. not. At but so <laughs> I <was>. they were, <laughs> so they had four applicants come in interviewed them and then they had the players like interview them asking questions about and so which i had never like seen done before never heard of anyone doing that so that was a really cool idea by scott shout out scott jarvis yep um but so liley just came in and he gave us a sheet of all the players that have gone to play college basketball like d3 d2 d1 and it was a front back stapled sheet with another one behind it. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, so this guy's legit. Yeah. And uh, multiple dudes that have played at like Washington. Matisse Thibel was his last year at Eastside in Seattle, and he plays for the Sixers. Yep. Nice. Has yep. clamps. So he's got a great track record, and he came in. He had a workout with us the day that we, he interviewed with us. And so he worked us out for like an hour and a half probably. And he would talk, and everybody was just – yeah. Eyes, we weren't blinking. Like everybody was just so in tune with what he was saying. Just A, trying not to look like a bunch of guys that just went seven and 13 the year before, <laughs> but also just his knowledge for the game. And he just exuded confidence, yep. not arrogance, but he was confident. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yep. And then like made everyone buy into their role. Yeah. Like, like I mean, you were around it. Like, yeah. If you. Everybody knew what they were supposed to do. That's what I was going to say is because sometimes you'll get the kid like like even like a, a Banfield or like a Jordan Travis that don't like. Yeah. Sometimes those kids think that they're like a guard or something. Well, we had them. You know, we we had, we ha- I mean, I'm, you know, I coached Newton for a while. We had those guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember Devin Hugan. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the same yeah. way. Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, just if you could just play your role. That's what, and that's what Liley did. I think is yeah. he. Like, like Mayher's a good example. He got him to yeah. play that role and like Trey Vanderlaan, all those guys, they played that role that helped yeah. these guys. Ventling. 100%. Yeah, Ventling, Ventling, yes. Like Ventling knew every night if he held their best player under 10 points, we were winning the game. Yeah, yeah. That was, if he yeah. just went out, didn't yeah. commit five fouls yep. and played defense, he would probably get six points off of yep. people triple teaming Garrett and I. <laughs> yeah. And he would take a couple charges and he would set incredible screens. Same with Morgan. And Morgan, so like everybody's probably watched Cameron Crutwig and I'm not going to say that it's a one-to-one comparison, but yeah. as far as like 3A, 4A high school basketball in the middle of Iowa, Morgan, if he got in the high post, he had such good vision. Yeah. Yep. And he, I was looking at the, 
our like record book from that year. I was flipping through like season leaders and stuff. Morgan took 35 charges. I, re- that season. I, I remember oh, wow. that 35 of, nice. I think it was like 60 as a team. Like I think I took one and it was on accident. <laughs> yeah. A guy just ran into me and we were going the other way. I was like, uh, man, okay. sick. Charge. Yes. That's what that feels like. Man, yeah. no idea. No, but you're right. Those like everybody on that, everybody on that, the, the state team, just, they had their, their, what they were good at and they knew it. And, but Lily somehow got them to be, just be so bought into that. You know how right? hard it is to get like Ventling not to shoot the ball. I mean, he can shoot the ball. Right. Right. But for him to know, and like, if it was like me, I'd be like, I'm wide open. You know, most yeah. kids are going to shoot the ball, especially if you're a guard. Right. But for him to know that, okay, I have these other guys on my team. We can probably get a better shot. They're better shooters. But for him to know that at that age, yeah. I don't know if that was Lily or just maybe that was him. But Well, so Josh Venling was a 4.0 all the way through. He's like pre-med track at okay. Iowa. So he's a yeah. really smart, smart dude. Yeah. yeah. And, but so Lily told us uh, that our group, he put in his entire playbook in two years that normally takes him four or five to like get enough people to understand what's going on. So we just had a very high basketball IQ as yeah. a group. Nice. I so. remember that too. Cause I remember when we started practicing for state, he was like, well, Dowling's never going to know what plays are running. Cause they've never seen him before. And he's just like, we've got more play. You know, like we're we, putting six new plays in. We're like, what? Like midway through senior year, I was like, Lily, how many plays are in our playbook yeah. right now? And so Carter had it on his iPad. He had all of them diagrammed out. It was, 95 half court plays, I believe. <laughs> Eight press breaks. Seven baseline out of bounds, inbounds. Six or seven sideline out of bounds, inbounds. And then probably 15 zone plays. That's crazy. And it, we really didn't miss execute ever. No, because I, I remember practice. Practice was just so much about like don't get me wrong practice was competitive as hell oh like, yeah. you guys it was man. it was a competition every single night you stepped on the court man it, when we'd uh play defense against the jv it wasn't like three out of five stops was okay no, like yeah. you had to get like 14 stops in a row <laughs> on the way to 15 and like if you mixed up missed a box out but someone else from the defense got the rebound doesn't count doesn't count He'd be like one more for 15 straight minutes. Yep. I remember we that. Got one water I, break and we went three hours a night. I can remember. We didn't see awful. the sun. That's I awesome. can remember just how demoralized the JV team was by the end of oh, those. Man. And you're just getting beat up. God bless those dudes. Oh man. yeah. No. And that's, I, I think that again though, that's part of buying into being a part of a team. Like you're going to, you're going to get worked by the, the, the starting, you know, squad. hundred percent. And, uh, but no, I was going to say, uh, you repped those plays and it wasn't like walking through. It was like no. rep it. And if you don't do this right, you rep it again. And if the timing's not right, you rep it. You know, it was just repetition that got. Yeah. Well, and like, so I, uh, currently I'm rooming with Ryan Van Wyke, who is an all conference player at Pella for three years, mm-hmm. which never thought I would say that I was rooming <clears throat> with someone from Pella, oh. but <laughs> he's a really cool dude. And I was talking to him one day about like what their practices looked like. Cause he was like, how did your practices look? Cause you guys had so many plays. I was like, yeah, we went like three hours a day, yeah. like every day. Is there He's a- like, we had five plays and we practiced an hour a day. Maybe no way. I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> and, and so I was like, did you guys even like scout? He's like, no, like, wow. like Mark core, who's their coach at the time. Just, yeah. he just felt they were so much better than everybody. They, they didn't even, play. they're just like, go play. doesn't matter what they do. We're going <laughs> to win, which like good on him. Cause they did most of the oh, time, yeah. but yeah, that's just so crazy. That's nuts. 
I can't believe how many plays. I mean, how many plays we have. Can you can you even name any basketball plays that we had when we were? Seniors? We might have had ten. Yeah, and I can't name any of them. Ten tops, maybe, yeah. and then we had kind of our main sets that we would run. You know, yeah. a, right? A motion, four on one motion or something. <laughs> right. One well, like he. He had it set up like a like a college practice, basically that level of intensity. And then when I got to college, we were practicing like an hour and fifteen minutes a day, maybe. Well, so that was I my, was like, "What's going on question. here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. my next question. Then, so what was that transition like from Newton to Drake? Then, I mean, so the speed of the game is definitely higher in in college, and like Iowa high school basketball doesn't do you any favors with no shot clock. No, oh, oh, yeah. IHSAA, if you're listening, yeah. please. <laughs> Shot clock time. Yeah. It can't be that big of an expense. No. Yeah. Come on, man. It's crazy. It's it's not that big of an expense. And and everybody talks about the small schools. It's going to be hard for... No, it's not. That's, like, that's one one person to come run a shot clock. Yeah. It, yeah, it can't. So you have, you've had two coaches at Drake now, Nico Medved yep. and, and DeVries. So... Talk talk to me about what was the what what was the difference between or what is the difference between like how those two were the are the was the program ran very similar with the, both those guys or has have things really changed all that much? Um, I would say th- there are definitely some similarities. Devries, I think he can delegate more and would delegate more to his assistants on some different things. Okay, whereas I think Nico is more hands on and Devries has been more of a like a facilitator of yeah. things like he has his vision, but all the assistants know exactly what he wants to. So then go out and execute it yeah, and get their points across. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting too, because I think, I think God, like, I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't know that I, you know, I don't act like I know anything going on in any college program, but you look at a guy like McCaffrey and it feels like he's the guy that runs the show doesn't have a lot of. I mean, I'm sure he gets input from his from his assistants a little bit, right. but it's just interesting the, the different dynamic between those, you know, between the programs and just how coaches run, you know, run things I mean, differently. Some, some programs you'll see like in a timeout, like some other guys r- drawing up a play. Well, yeah, and the the, 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 assist, the assistants like, in the middle, yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on the you know the game it's situation. Like they have an offensive coordinators, right? Right. Well, yeah. They, yeah. So last year, I'm glad you said that. So. The first two years when we had Matt Woodley as one of the assistants, he was like the D coordinator. Every All the defense was his. It was the pack line, and he was the strategist there. And then it was like Marty Richter and DeVries kind of ran the offense. But since Woodley left, then I think – so then we had Matt Gatons come in as an assistant yep. to join oh. uh, LB, Larry Blunt, and Marty Richter. And so all the assistants are able to – maximize themselves now too because they all get input and then coach has in his input and they all kind of figure out a game plan together whereas before yes. it was kind of like you do this you I do got that you. and there wasn't really any meshing of it and i think that's the way to do it because then you you know your assistants are there you've you've brought those assistants in for a reason right because they have the you know their knowledge their understanding their experience right. so why not try to gain that and 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 work exactly. that in but that's uh yeah yeah because it's not like football where you don't have dudes playing both ways, right? Like in basketball, you can you can see the disconnect between like this is the coach of of the offense, this is of the defense, yep. but you got to play both ways. So it would be better to have like a a thread running through both of them. Yep. Like kind of having a some cohesiveness. Yeah, some commonality with it. Yeah. All. Yep. Yeah. I have a question. Why didn't you play football? Football. That's a great question. I, how many times have you been asked that? A oh, lot. I know. Yeah. I know the answer. So I know the answer. 
Um, he would, he would have I been, mean, a, been like an amazing like receiver or even quarterback. You know, it's, it brings up a good question too, though, because you were uh, you were a heck of a baseball player, right? And you ended up not finishing playing baseball too, right? Right. Yeah. So, so the football thing, there are a few reasons. Um, didn't want to get hurt, which sure. I mean, you get hurt doing anything, obviously, but that one there's a lot more like yeah. brute contact. So there was that. Um, I mean, growing up like. YSF seventh eighth grade. It was just the classic Newton handoff to the running back. Like I'm not gonna go sit behind center for sixty snaps. Yeah. Get tackled before I hand Were it you off. Quarterback? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could throw a baseball like mid eighties. So oh, nice. I had a bit of an arm. Yeah. Nice. I have small hands though. So throwing a football once it got up to like the regulation size, like when I was younger playing flag football, I could chuck it. But I mean, I, I can still throw. But I got little hands, man. I can't even palm a basketball. So like dunking. <laughs> It's like, like I, I just had to jump so much higher because I had to like get two hands to be able to dunk it. Here, take my strong hand. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it's a like mess. That, it's like that commercial. The guy, he has the burger. He's like, I oh got, yeah, I the, got the, yeah, <laughs> the Burger King. I got that. That was, that's his commercial. Uh, have you funny. have you seen Deadpool? Either the Deadpool movies. I, I have that. I have, no. I have oh man, I heard they're funny though. They're hilarious. Don't yeah. watch it with your kids. Yeah, yeah I heard. Yeah, I heard that. But anyway, hey. Deadpool can grow back his limbs and so he gets his hand chopped off and then he's got like a baby hand but he's a full grown person. <laughs> yeah, nice. If you look up a meme of it, you'll probably see it and it's pretty wow. hilarious. But that's how I feel most of the time when I'm on the court. I was just thinking that today. I was like, what? I don't think you played football. Right. So yeah. I so didn't want to get hurt um, being able to like work out for basketball. Yeah. Because I was playing baseball and then I eventually started doing track so I really wasn't having like a real off season sure. to be able to just relax kind of but still like focus on one thing because midway through high school I decided basketball was it because you can do it all year round you don't need a person with you like yeah. baseball yeah. Throw, it, like what am I going to do throw it against my metal garage like <laughs> yeah. no and yeah. hitting off a tee you can only hit off damn a tee it Connor why are there a bunch of dents in the garage <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but yeah. uh, and like hitting off a tee you can only do that for so long before right. you're just bored out of your mind yeah. which baseball is still like I still love baseball I, I couldn't get bored of the game but yeah that the practice reps of it, I mean, it gets to be a lot. So yeah. being able to have an off season for basketball um, right beforehand. So I was fresh. And then my uncle Jason like played football for a very long time. Yeah. And he told me like, it's going to destroy your body. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you know anything about him, yeah, but he's yeah. like ripped his ACL multiple times, yep. wrist surgery, hip surgery, like the whole nine. So that was definitely a, uh, he was a good a basketball player though too. Yeah, yeah. He was just a great athlete. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I hear. Dude, I remember watching that guy when I was like a I don't know sophomore. This is when the YMCA league was legit. Yeah. Oh he's, yeah. He's told me about some old Wiley games. And him dude, and Tom Vanderlaan yeah. apparently had some duels. guy. He was so big and just athletic and yep. just do whatever. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm just a kid gone. <laughs> right. How can humans be that big? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember those days. That's that's a good time. So, and then you were kind of a late arriver to the track and field scene too, weren't you? Right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So like I ran in middle school and everything, but then freshman year, I don't even remember why I didn't probably cause the, the coaches seemed mean and I didn't really want to deal with it. And <laughs> I was still pretty serious about baseball at that point too. Yeah, sure. And the, the track and soccer overlap with baseball can get annoying cause you're missing yes. practices and then you got to try and make it and you're staying until you're out there at eight 30 and Ugh. hitting off the tee with wiffle balls and stuff. <laughs> when it's nighttime, you just want to go home and sleep. You've been up since six 30 at DMAC class. Tisdale, it's a mess. Tisdale's out there yelling at you. Oh my still. goodness. He's telling you about bluegrass. And Good the, boy. The, <laughs> all right. Now loading stride. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your heel and drive. 
Listen, my, my favorite. Connor, listen. <laughs> listen. That's exactly Quit it. Quit playing Who Goose the, the Moves. moves. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my favorite one. Garrett will say it. Um, apparently, Tiz in middle school football would tell Garrett, I need you to be tough enough to chew nails and spit bullets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one before. That's so great. I've uh, definitely used it multiple times since then. So shout out Tom for that. Classic. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I just, I j- no lie. The guy's like 75 now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just out, just at the Y the other morning, just repping. Oh, he was? Yeah, in the weight room. Just getting oh, after dang. it. Okay. Like, good on He's him, He's been doing man. that since we've been in, I mean, yeah. even longer. Just even walking the halls or running the halls or whatever. Getting after it. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Like, but so, uh, so back to track. So a junior year, I went out because Garrett and I, and I think Morgan and Trey Ventling, we were probably in the weight room lifting for some offseason stuff for basketball. And Tanner Clute was the head coach of track oh, yeah. at that point. Yeah. So Clute comes in and he's like, we need bodies. Like you can just come jump. I, I'm not even going to make you run. You can practice one day a week. <laughs> just come jump at meets. I'm like, I have never long jumped, sir. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. I've seen you dunk a basketball. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. sweet. So the day before I go out to the to the track for my first practice, I watch a YouTube video. That's all the teaching I got. <laughs> learned to ju- uh, yeah. long jump from YouTube. That's awesome, man. Uh, and like he he ended up helping me a little bit and had some some different terms later and some different uh, landing techniques. But yeah, originally I just went out there and I was just I'm gonna run hard and jump high. And, and that then, was the only thing on my mind. Is that uh, is that what you did? Is long jump? Yeah. So I long jumped and then like my first meet, I won it. Jumped over 20 feet, and I'm like, that. man, this is easy. Yeah. It was like 40 degrees that night. Everybody else was in like the 18s. I was like, holy crap, I'm actually an athlete. That's crazy. <laughs> and then I won like four, four or five more meets that year and then got eighth at state. Oh, yeah, man. I remember you qualified for state. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you've never even done this before. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane. This is your junior year or senior Yeah, junior year. Okay, nice. And so the whole time, uh, so my sophomore year, first week of basketball practice, I dislocated my left knee. Oh, and they thought that a bursa sack had inflamed and it was like, cause I had this loose body floating around my leg, like above my knee <laughs> and they thought it was a bursa sack and it would eventually like the fluid would leave it and it would be fine. Turns out it was a piece of my femur and some of the cartilage of my knee. Oh, lovely. That calcified floating around my leg. Just, just roaming around in there. Yeah. So I didn't get it removed until after junior year. So I played two basketball seasons and long jumped at state with it. <laughs> and the doctor's like, how did you do that? I was like, did I didn't know any better, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't really hurt unless, so it was generally like right here on the outside of my knee, but sometimes it would move into the inside oh, and I couldn't bend it. Oh. So it would get stuck and I would have to like legit sit down in the middle of basketball practice and like push it all the way over. Jeez. Oh, wow. Like it, it was so weird. Or like long jumping, I would, I would land and it would get stuck and I was like, time. Time out. It was like I stole second and I was like, oh, <laughs> I need one. Hold on. <laughs> I saw him just laying in the sand. Just Connor, get out of the leg. sand pit. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, coach. I'm, I'm, I'm fixing my knee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to walk again. So you had you had that removed then? Is yeah, that... so I had surgery and it was like three weeks of rehab and then I was back. Oh, okay. But yeah. but yeah, so just a lot of weird anomalies with me. But that was similar to like my experience with track and it was like, I, I, did, I did the middle school thing. Like, oh yeah, tra- everybody tries track, you yeah. know. Get to high school and it was like, man, I don't know. I, I kind of like to just have my spring off and like, right. you know, played baseball a little bit. And then we were moving equipment from underneath the old bleachers up oh, yeah. over to the new locker room right and high jump oh, mat yeah. we're putting the high jump mat out there and i'm just out there dinking around you know oh, dude, this is fun you know and you know mike casting's like oh hey we need a high jumper this is my sophomore year yeah mike, 
uh, all right. He, and that he basically said the same thing. You, yeah. you can just jump if you want. Yeah. And he's like, we'll, we'll run you with the sprinters and you're not going to be. Do- okay. But then Ryan Santee came out and helped me. So I don't know if you remember Ryan Santee. Absolutely. Just his, his son. Freak them all. So his son was like one of my best friends until they moved when we were in kindergarten. And so I was pretty close with him and I've still stayed in contact with him. And then Ryan, so Ryan ran track at you and I with my uncle Jason. So they know each other well. So I know Ryan a little bit. Yeah. But just like really funny though. Like a seven foot high jumper, like unbelievable guy, you know, and his son was a all state running back, right? All state running back. Yeah. He ran for like 3000 yards in nine games. And then he was, that kid could have been a Newton. Yes. Yeah. So, so think of who we could have had. So, yeah. so starting Wait, at he's, T-Wood, your, he's your age. Yeah. So starting at T with oh, grade, man. we lost Boyle. Yep. Isaiah Patton, who wrestled at you and I, you and I, yep. And played football. I'm sure. Cause he was a, mon- a monster. Cause he went to Dowling, right? Yeah. yeah. So him and Boyle both went to Dowling. They um, were from Newton too. Yeah. I know yeah. Boyle was, I don't know about the other guy. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wow. uh, the year below Joe Banfield's grade, Cody yeah. Kellogg leaves. Yep. Remember him left you through like 85, yep. 90. Oh, played college Absolute baseball. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cooper McDermott, who's like an all-state long-distance runner at Creston, I think. Yep. His dad was a superintendent for a while. Yep. Um, who else left? There was one other one in there that I can't Kincaid. Even... Kincaid Mitchell. Mitchell, yep. Baseball player. Well, and the Mitchells are still over at Valley just... Right, yeah. Tearing things up. Exactly. And, oh. uh... Oh, there were probably some more. But then, so, my, you get to my grade. Got Michael Sandy, who left. You oh, and I... He's I at... Tr- he's yeah. running track. Oh, yeah. He's running track at you and I. Uh, Oliver Martin was, he also left after kindergarten cause he was in Newton. I didn't know that. Yeah. So like me, him, Michael, Oliver Brennan Martin Dodd, we were all like friends. Newton? Yes. Cause his parents are originally from here. They were like oh. my uncle Jason's age. Who's and Oliver Martin? Iowa city, Iowa city West, West receiver, uh, went to wide play receiver, at, went to play at Michigan and then transferred to yeah. Iowa and okay. then transferred to Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. I don't know. I, I was just talking to my uncle about it, but I don't know why his career has been so weird. I don't I And I don't even want to speculate, but so he was like, I think he's the all-time leading receiver in the state of Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Like insane. His little sister is two years younger and she'll probably go to the Olympics for swimming. She's like ranked nationally. She's crazy. Um, and then like, who left from the... She's oh, and then Riley Moss from Garrett's grade. Riley. That was the kid I was thinking of. Yes. Riley Moss. Him yeah. and Santee, I think both won Drake Relays for high hurdles. Maybe. You wouldn't even seen the floor if those guys would have stayed... Man, <laughs> no kidding. Well, now none of them played basketball, so oh, I'd have been fine there. I'd have been fine. But so if they would have stayed, I probably would have played football. Cause think of the athletes on oh, that yeah, team. Oh yeah, yeah. Riley Moss. Can Man. you imagine? You got him in the backfield with Michael. <sighs> Jeez, they're both running for two hundred a game. Garrett's just chucking it to me and Oliver <laughs> on the on the yeah. b- between the freaking hashes. You know when you talk when when you when you mention that when you really put it you know w- literally list out those kids, it does sort of magnify how uh, a company or companies that leave communities truly do impact the community. Like those are some high, not only, you know, great athletes, great students, but you know, their parents are probably making good money, you know, know, really contributing to the community sort of thing. It's like, gosh, dang. Yeah. But like Ryan Santee was a good dude. Good dude. Great dude. He played morning ball with us for, for a while. Dude, and I loved playing basketball with him because oh, yeah. I, I would just always throw him oops. Yeah. Like, hey, here's, Dude, here comes a lot. So lob. athletic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. you probably know what that's like, huh? I, Not anymore. Are you talking to me, Seb? No. Wait. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, I like to throw you lobs, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> 
for a layup. Man. I'd catch it for a Okay, nice... so in my life, I think I've only dunked it at the Y once. I'm pretty sure the floor is just concrete. I'm pretty sure the hoops are a little bit. I think they're about, I think they're I think they're about an, inch, inch, an inch and a half yeah. high. Yeah. yeah. I, there's always been something. I'm like, this isn't right. Because I go to the high school and I usually just. I was the same way. Yeah. I, I could always throw down at the high school easy. I had to go to his Instagram to get some pictures for our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Right. And I was going back. I was like. I didn't know really he could dunk that easy because I oh, saw yeah. like way old high school. Getting up, son. Yeah, like videos. my junior. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the one, but it was like a, a self the, lob the behind one? the back. Yeah, the backwards one. Yeah, like I was 16 Dang. doing stuff like that. Or like I was. <laughs> me, I did that. Me, yeah, my sophomore year, I was like throwing down back scratchers, like yeah, hitting confused. the middle of my back of the ball and dunking it like yeah. Derrick Rose. Yeah, I was like, windmill. what happened? Yeah, I was bro? doing windmill. Win, win. <laughs> That was on that hoop over at Woodland Park, though, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, 10 oh, foot. Oh, no. That's 10 foot, right? <laughs> Woodland, I know exactly what hoop that's you're talking That's 10 foot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was for a while. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Great. So you had quite the, the freak injury, though, huh? Yeah. At, at Drake. Yeah. So talk, yeah, my, talk to me about that. So freshman year, I redshirted. So I still like dressed for every game, yep. which, I mean, it was cool. Looking back on it, probably made me look like a scrub that I never took off the warm up and got in a game. But I, I looking back, on it, I probably should have just got a suit and been like, "Nah, I'm just gonna yeah. just gonna chill here, yeah. like a normal red shirt." But so freshman year, I red shirt because uh, Medved came to me and he's like, "We really think you have some promise, but we got eight seniors on the team." So yeah, what do you do there? Yep. You, you don't. You're not really gonna have a chance to play this year. I was like, "All right, yeah, it's fine." And get to my sophomore year playing Buena Vista go in with what nine minutes left i'm in for 45 seconds one of the twins turned over i think it was tone i can't remember but i being the hustle glue guy i am <laughs> tried to chase it down get the block yeah and i've got the video of it i'll show you guys in a little bit i can't wait if you know what to look for it's gross but yeah. it's not like a random person's gonna be like oh my god yeah. what just happened but so i i jumped up and the kid try, trying to get the layup jumped way lower than I was expecting. So I had to like contort my body in the air to try to like block it. Cause sure. I was expecting to meet him. Yeah. Up at the but room. he was like, he was still on the floor when I jumped apparently. And so I'm turning and just the way I landed, like broke my uh, tibia and fibula both. So it's the same injury of like Kevin Ware, Paul George, Paul George. those guys. Paul George oh, is the man. one I remember. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. disgusting. But my luckily my bone didn't go through the skin so it wasn't compound like yep. kevin wears national television <sighs> yeah. that was wow but so that that happens i'm on the ground <laughs> the trainer and doctor come out they think i dislocated my ankle oh gosh i'm like i no. so i'm laying on the ground i've got my right leg the one i hurt up at a 90 degree angle and so my leg should be like this yes like from knee down straight and so it's like yeah it's like like flopped. that it's like yeah. flopped yeah it's flopped and apparently I found out later that um, a mom of one of the Buena Vista players that was right across from me fainted. Oh, no. A, a cheerleader like threw up because uh, I, I was right on the baseline next to the amazing. Drake cheerleaders. Yeah. People are just horrified. I'm I on the ground. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm just Dang. laying there. I'm like, nope, not my ankle. Not no, my yeah. ankle. I, I promise. It's not my ankle. You just and, know, don't you? Yeah. And oh, man. Like I... I felt it and originally like the split second, I'm not really like thinking it through, but it's like, oh man, I just sprained my ankle pretty bad. Cause I had had a few bad sprains over the years and I look down and I see that I'm like, 
No shot, man. <laughs> One minute into my career. What? Oh. I redshirted an entire year for this. Yeah. Are we being serious right now? But then like coach comes out. My parents were somehow calm through it all. They they come down to the court and like my mom would have wrapped me in bubble wrap if she could have for oh, like my God. whole childhood playing sports. And yeah. that was another reason for football because she would have had to be taking like oxys <laughs> on the sideline to just not feel anything. <laughs> Shout out to mom. <laughs> Shout out Carla. Yeah. yeah. And so, but they were like so calm for some reason and DeVries comes down and I, it was his first game as a head coach ever. Oh, wow. So he'd been an assistant at Creighton for 20 years or whatever and then this is his first game coaching and in the, what, 32 yeah. minutes in, oh. kid breaks his leg in half and I'm like, uh, coach, sorry to ruin your debut. Uh, can I not go to class tomorrow? <laughs> Sounds like something I would have said. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, yeah, Connor, you're good. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. And so I think that endeared me with him. And we've yeah. had a good relationship since That's then. Cool. But, but yeah. So, so they immobilize you on the court there. Yeah. So they give me an air cast. Yeah. And then there's a, a space behind the bleachers in like a little walkway area. And so I'm on the stretcher. And they wouldn't take me until another ambulance got there. There's already an ambulance there. Yeah, but, but they, they, had, would, they had to, they had have to get a, a second, second one, one in case someone else got hurt. In case uh, somebody else decides to break their leg. So my question is, why <laughs> even have one there in the first place? Yeah, why not right. two? Like legit, either have two or have none. There was yeah. no point <laughs> yeah. just teasing me like that. So I'm just laying there. A bunch of people are walking by like they had just seen a ghost. Like, oh my God, just staring at me. I and thought this, I was in the circus. This was at Drake, right? Yeah. So you're, uh, what, minutes from... You could just wheel that thing over yeah, to I the was, hospital. We were like six minutes from Mercy. Yeah, right. So I'm laying there... I haven't had pain meds yet. Oh gosh, because oh, they haven't been able to diagnose it really. I'm still just at the arena. Yeah. Still yeah. here. Still here. Pe- dri- oh, dribbling yeah. basketballs. <laughs> people eating popcorn. And eh, buzzer going off. Oh, game's over. Still here. Sweet. <laughs> my teammates are gonna be eating their Chick Fil A post game before I get to the hospital oh, and get some pain meds. Oh my gosh. So then I'm in the ambulance. Finally, did it start like hurting though? Like was it? Oh yeah. After yeah. after the adrenaline wears off. Right after a couple minutes, I was just. Yeah. I can't even explain it. And so I get in the ambulance and I'm like, what's your pain on a level of one to 10? Oh God. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever it? this is, shouldn't be able to be felt by a human. So I'm yeah. going to say 35. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, this is nuts. And then I'm pretty sure they hit every pothole on the way to the hospital. <laughs> Which, but <laughs> so you, you had a paramedic on board though, didn't you? So they could administer yeah. some meds, right? You would have thought so, but they didn't. No, unreal, unreal, right? Just a broken bone, said. Yeah, exactly. Oh, trust me, I know the feeling. Yeah. So Ugh. then, so then I finally get to the the hospital. Or so I, or my parents asked me to be taken to Mercy. Apparently, Mercy was full, so they take me to Methodist, and so I get there. They do X-rays. Finally, I get some pain meds, and then uh, my parents were there. My well, my girlfriend was at the game, now my fiance, but she was probably the most mortified out of everybody. Oh, I bet. Like, I was laying there and I was like, man, I got some time to kill, apparently. Still got another 30 minutes before I get out of the nap center. So, uh, can you bring <laughs> Kenna down here so I can make sure yeah. she's not like having a panic attack? Yeah. So, uh, got to see her before I was wheeled away. A couple of my roommates were at the game, but then Karma and Stan Sturge showed up to the hospital. Uh, the next day, Karma brought me brownies, I believe. Oh, oh lovely. Nice. That was. That's that made it. it all worth it. it made man. it all worth it. Yeah. Exactly. I'll do it all again. 100%. Same way. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Both legs, actually. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I need yeah. an amputated. Take the leg. I yeah. don't care. I need a, I need brownies. Plate of brownies, please. Yep. So you so, had surgery. Yeah. So the yeah. next morning they got me in at like 8 a.m. And apparently I, the surgery was like 45 minutes long. 
That's a complete quick. lower leg reconstruction in 45 minutes. That's super wow. quick. But like the, the surgeon came in beforehand and just had kind of like what I was talking about with Lily, just this air of confidence. Oh, and like, yeah. man, this guy knows what he's doing. The doctor <laughs> comes in. Uh, he was an African dude, Dr. Nwosa. He comes in with his accent. He's just like, so basically we're going to put this metal rod in your leg and uh, get you out of here. I was like, all right, sounds easy enough. Cool, yeah, yeah let's go. Sweet, yeah. let's get it done because uh, this hurts a lot. Yeah. yeah. It is, it, it's crazy you bring that up because that, that is how those those surgeons are like that. Yeah. When I had my hand, it was the same way. He's like, yep, we're going to, you know, I've looked at your x-rays. He's like, we're going we're gonna to do this, we're going to do this, and uh, we're, we're going to get you in another. And uh, I'm just sitting there like, you understand the legs like in half right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, metal rod, we got you. Oh, man. Sweet. So, so, yeah, just, so what's it like now, though? Like, what's it like? I mean, is it back to... I mean, it's structurally, I think it's back to where it was, but I mean, you wouldn't think about it, but the atrophy from like being off it within a, like within a week, my calf was shriveled. I was in like the Golson calves in my family are like a thing. So like my dad's calves are huge and then my calves like still are pretty, pretty meaty and it was just gone. I was like, what is, what happened? It was like skinny, like. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm telling you. It was like Garrett's arms. Dude. <laughs> Shout out Garrett. Uh, dude, I, listen, I'm glad you bring that up because I ruptured my Achilles tendon right. about 10 years ago. Yeah, I 11 remember. 11 years it. ago. Yeah. And it, it's been my goal to to work that calf back into correct size. Yeah. It ain't happening. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. It's nuts. But I was, I was off that thing for like two months right. with a full leg cat, you know, all that. Yeah. And it was the same way I took, they took that cast off and I was like, where'd my leg go? Where the hell did my leg go? Yep. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this will be sweet. We'll, we'll just work it back into, you know, work it. And it's like, it doesn't happen. It's like, I don't know why it's so hard. I mean, I can't tell you how many single leg squats and calf raises I've tried to do to get that thing. And it's like, it doesn't ever, yeah. it doesn't ever recover. So good luck. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, I was, yeah. and so like throughout this whole process, I'm like, when are my hops going to come back? Like, oh, like, come on. And so when I'm not on it, so I couldn't walk on it or put any pressure on it for a month. Then I had a boot and I could walk with crutches for about a month. Then I was walking with the boot only, no crutches for about a month. So it was really three months before I could walk like a person again. Mm. Then I got back into like light jogging, reteaching myself how to walk it essentially like walk and run again. And so then you fall into like your routine of, well, I'm not doing anything today. I'm going to lay here on the couch for 22 hours and yeah. play video games. And uh. then once you can start doing stuff again, it still hurts. You still don't feel like yourself. I like, I can definitely admit that I went through stretches. Like why, I, why even do this right now? Yeah. So like, it's, it's so tough, hard. man. The, yeah. the mental game is as serious as totally. the physical game 100%. trying to come back from something like 100%. that. hundred percent. I, I, I totally can relate not on the athletic level, but I was the same way. Cause I was, I was a carpenter doing my own construction business when I right. did mine and it, I was the same way. I was like, all right, sweet. I can walk again. I'm in my boot. I'm going to go back to work. Right. I, nope. <laughs> I, I, I literally would work for like three hours and was like, all right, man, I'm gonna go home. Yeah. Like it was, just, there's such a mental it, it messes with you yeah. and it's, it's tough to yeah. you overcome like, that. You like get that freedom and you think you're back, but yeah. then you start trying to do stuff you Ugh. used to do and it's just, it's not happening. Yeah. Just well, like, why isn't it happening? Right. The rehab part is so tough. It's rough. And then like throughout it, I gained some weight, 
not like I'm, I like got fat, but like right. I was, I was like benching. I was doing upper body stuff still. So I got a little top heavy and then come back trying to do that. And it's just like too much weight stress mm-hmm. on my leg is what I'm thinking. So I'm just trying to cut weight, cut weight, like not eating. Then I'm not gaining muscle back because <laughs> I'm not eating. I'm yeah. not getting protein. Yeah. in. Oh. So it's, it's still a balancing act. I'm trying to figure out, but so did, did, did Drake help? I mean, what was that process like? Was Drake instrumental? Were, were there trainers? Was there staff that helped you through that process or was it? Right. So that first month when I couldn't do anything, I still had the leg wrapped up from surgery. So I, and still had the stitches in for a while because from the surgery. So I've got this, uh, scar in my, on my knee where they put in the titanium rod. Oh, yeah. It's the whole it length of my shin. Straight down. Yep. And then two pins or two screws in my ankle on the inside and then four under my knee. So like when it, if I get hit or like if I knock knees with somebody, it's right in the screws ah. or like if I'm going, I'm trying to get through a screen and somebody's heel like hits me in the inside of the ankle, right in the screws. Oh, dang. My goodness. It hurts. Like, <sighs> so, and then like cold days, they say like, you can sense when the weather's going to change. Oh, like it's yeah. always been, it's true. So that's what I, I talked to you about my elbow, right? Right. I feel like that's. I mean, it very well could be. Well, I told, and I told my physical therapist this morning, I said, you know, it's weird because about two weeks ago is when I started having issues with my elbow, you know, it's on the same hand that I broke. And I was like, this is right when the weather started warming up. He's like, well, that possibly could be a, yeah. So I can't imagine what it's like with your leg. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like your legs are so much different than your arms. You know, you're right. not, your, your arms aren't weight bearing you right. know, all, yeah, the all the time. Exactly. A hundred percent. And so like basketball being a winter sport winter when it's super cold going to the gym every morning it takes me and like whatever it takes everyone else to get warmed up double it for me because i'm coming in no matter what i could be doing i'm just stiff as all all heck with my knees so and then like my my hips are super inflexible now i have long arms so i can still like touch my toes and uh my hamstrings are flexible but just everything else just got constricted and then probably from favoring it my other leg is yep. is weaker because I've been trying to work on the right leg so much. It's just dude, you're 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 speaking my language because oh yeah, exactly. I, I I just I that's I, I'm glad somebody. I mean, I'm not glad that you've gone through <laughs> right. it, but I'm glad to hear that <laughs> a those, kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I like my whole gait and how I have like rain like even you know just a normal run. It's yeah. like shifted. Like there's mm-hmm. a even though you don't know it, there's like a favor. You know, you're favoring it. Do you 100%. still think? Do you still think about it or? Not really. And so that was one thing that uh, the coaches were worried about. Like when I was coming back, like, are you going to play like you're worried about? It's mm. going to happen again. Or like going for a jump shot. Are you going to be scared to land and stuff like that? And really, I don't think I've really had it. I, I haven't really, since I haven't been able to jump as well, I'm not like going and trying to pin stuff off the glass anymore. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to do that, then maybe I'd get a bit more nervous. But it's yeah. not like I'm playing above the rim anymore. So sure. mm. like my game is... Welcome catered to, to me much welcome better. to my game yeah <laughs> the old man game i yeah. feel yeah. it though welcome. you know what's crazy is 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 speaking of, like tank tank Hempill had a right he had surgery on his foot yeah and those days that he was cleared to come back in those in those tournament games yeah like you could tell there was like yeah you know and what he, i mean and he was on like limited minutes i think right right he could only play 10 minutes the only time he had the boot off from surgery till after the tournament was to play in the games yeah that's crazy like he, he didn't really practice he kind of did like 30 minutes a day of practice for the week leading up to the tournament but then game days when we would go out at like the 80 minute mark start warming up and do small groups he didn't come out to like 20 because he was still just getting worked on getting worked sure. on taking meds 
ice, heat, ice, heat, whatever he needed to do <sighs> to be able to play. And then once he got to that 10 minutes, like everybody's like, oh, come on, you, you can play. Not everybody. The coaches. Yeah. And, and himself, too. Oh, he wanted to, I'm sure. Like, you're in the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah. You're a fifth-year senior. Oh. You went 25-4. and four. You get hurt. You come back to play USC, yeah, to play yeah. Wichita State, right. stuff you dreamed of. And your body won't let you. Yeah, I, I definitely tough. was. I definitely felt him there, and yeah, so it, like he's just was it. I can't go. And you could tell. I yeah. mean, you. I mean, those first couple trips, you're good, and then as soon as he tried to do something, you know, get into right. the basket or something, you could tell it was not. Like you could see there was when he got a rebound, he started pushing it, and generally, I'd seen it so many times this year. He'd get it. He would like throw it across and do like a euro and then go to the rim. But he had to like slow down. He took a bunch of choppy steps to try to stop himself. Yeah. He, he knew he couldn't do it Ugh. or like a rebound that generally he wouldn't have to box out. He'd just go up, grab it yeah. at 11 feet. He he was getting out jumped and you could tell that it was really like wearing on him mentally as well as just the physical pain from it. Cause he broke like the outside of his foot. So just constantly hitting against oh, the outside yeah. of your shoe. Oh. Cause he had trying did to push have, off. Did he have plates or anything put in there? I, don't, I, I just know he, he had do? surgery, but I, I don't remember what they did. Maybe a plate. Okay. But I don't think there's too much hardware in yeah. there for him to be able to come back in yeah. three and a half weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. There's no way. That's crazy. But yeah, that dude just, is a, that dude's a freak, man. So <laughs> apparently he high jumped like six eleven in high school. Yeah. They talked about that. On not, the, on not shocking. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's had like injuries in the past too. Like he's had knee issues and he's still got like a 43 inch vert. Yeah, I don't that's think, crazy. I, just, I don't think humans are supposed to go that high. No, no. It, wow, that's crazy. He's, so is he the most athletic you've seen over there? Probably. I don't know. Like Joe Yesifu, five nine, dude, yeah. dunking six seven dudes through the rim. That guy's a, that guy's a stud. He's crazy. It's yeah. funny. It's crazy that he's gonna be like on all these posters at Drake next year, and he's not gonna be there. Yeah. One that's your, I don't know if you watch What's Bugging Andy at all, but yeah, yeah. He, the other night he talked about like, what do we do with this photo? And it's the one of him dunking. Yeah. Like, are we still going to use it? Like he's leaving and all this and that, like such a great moment for Drake. First win in 50 years poster that ends up making one shining moment. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you're a 10 year old kid watching the NCAA tournament, you see the, you see the confetti come down. You see one shining moment. Yeah. Your dream is to be on there. Oh, hundred percent. Well, and I think the fact that Drake is on there, I don't think you just, I don't think you, I don't think you like try to wipe that right memory away. Exactly. Like yeah, that ha- like yeah. that was Drake's team. Yeah. That was Drake's moment. That exactly, was, you, you, and he you was a very that. big reason that we were even able to get there. Yeah, once those injuries happened, like him and Garrett coming in the starting lineup, they really stepped up. Is he just is he just trying to go somewhere? Like I mean, bird? I don't I don't want to speak for him, but he's a really good kid. So I don't have any. Yeah, I don't think anyone, no teammates, really have any ill will towards him either. But like he did all this for the past month and a half, averaging like twenty a game. I mean, and honestly, so he won six man of the year. Honestly, Garrett probably would have won it if yeah, Joe wouldn't no, have ma- yeah. been, gone to the starting lineup and averaged 20 something a, right. a night. Right. right. Like he, he won the six man award from the starting lineup, which is funny to me. But <laughs> so, but next year, everybody coming back, he's not going to start. Yeah. That's like he's crazy probably part. not going to start. Right. Like it. And so I, I'm sure that was a big part of it. Like I just played 40 minutes a night for like 10 straight games. Yeah. Because Ro- Roman gives you guys just, I mean. Right. Give- they're totally different style of point yes. guards, but they're yep. both, they're two of the best point guards I've yep. ever had the pleasure of seeing in person right. for different reasons. Joe's yeah. a killer of uh, like, just go get a bucket from yep. his floaters ridiculous. And he was shooting from 30 just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Five foot nine, maybe dunking dudes through the hoop. I, I know. And, and then I- Roman's like four game, just seeing the floor, controlling the tempo. Yeah. And that's what I, somebody, I can't remember. 
maybe it was Urias. He's not here, so I'll I'll just say it was Urias. Of course, he oh, was saying he was saying how he's like, oh yeah, that like their other point guard shouldn't even be, shouldn't even be playing. I was like, you can't say that because oh, they're yeah. just totally yeah. different. Yeah, just a hundred percent different styles right. of game. Like Joe Joe's game is definitely. Can they play together or what? So they're just are they both? Well, I don't so they were towards right before Roman got injured. There were probably five games where Joe was getting probably twenty five minutes a night playing some guard with Roman out there. Okay, but like, I don't want to question coach's game plan. But Roman, <laughs> so Roman's like a more of a facilitator. But yes. they had him off ball, and they had Joe as like the main ball handler with uh, that group. And so I think that limited both of them. Really, it didn't. It, Probably could have been other way around. Right, and yeah. still had it maximize everybody. Yeah. And then they're both sub six foot. Right. I mean, the That's Valley's not as big of a deal, but... Yeah. I you mean, start playing USCs of the world. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, dudes are generally above six foot, regardless yeah. if it's the Valley or if it's the Pac-12, but, yeah. like, being ha, going out there with those two, and then, like, DJ's six two, six one, playing the two or the three... Garrett's our four, one of our four yeah. men at six yeah. two and a half, <laughs> a buck eighty. Yeah, and can you get the kid to put some weight on? He's tried and he actually has put some weight on. He just still he's always gonna look scrawny. Yep. Yeah, he's but got he, so he body. was he was like one sixty when he came to school at Drake, and I think he's up to one eighty now. So okay. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's put on some yeah. weight, but he's he's still just gonna look like that. <laughs> who, who was the who was your big guy? I think it was last year, Liam. Liam Robbins. And he's, yeah, he's yeah. transferring again, I saw. Yeah. Oh, he is? He's leaving yeah. Minnesota? Yeah. Is what a gonna, turd. Maybe he's going to come back. <laughs> maybe he's going to come back. That, I, I thought, I can just. You, can you go back? I think it's hilarious, though, can. that he, he. I don't think they'd take him, though. He's taking his he, talents he, back he, to Drake. He left Drake, Drake to, to, to Minnesota. Drake makes the tournament and Minnesota doesn't. Right. Minnesota's like, coaches leave. Yeah. Drake's he, coach he, signs an eight-year extension. <laughs> yeah. Should have stayed. Yeah. Well, and that's another. So Liam's a. He's a great player. He's a great kid, regardless of what the people on the message board say. <laughs> <laughs> I love Liam to death, but yeah. he, um, I don't know if his style of play to maximize him, I think it makes the team worse in the end. Cause like he's, yeah. is he a le- legit, like just straight post player? I mean, he, he's worked on a shot a lot. And so at Minnesota, he was able to do some pick and pop, but he, we would just try to feed him so much that year that we were kind of down my junior year. Uh, just for the listeners, a pick and pop is when you set a screen and then you shoot the shot. So. <laughs> Instead of right. rolling to the basket. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> listeners are like, what's a pick and pop? What's a pick is and that, pop? Is that what we get downtown or something? Yeah. Right. The Manhattan? Yeah. Uh, did they change it? Yeah, it's like yeah. the horny Poor. goat or... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, is yeah. it called? Oh, man, what Poor is it? boys. Right? Oh, is that what it, I have no what, idea. The PB pub? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor, poor, poor as in yeah. poor. Poor, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. P-O-U-R. Yeah. But uh, we were trying to feed it in him so much, like on the block. And so that would condense the lanes for like, like Tank does Driving, that. Like yeah. Tank just going in, just over everybody. If Liam's standing there as well, his defender's going to be there. I get Whereas it. this year we're able to play more spread out and Brody has good mobility for being 6'10", 270, yeah. whatever he is. He's a big dude. Big dude. Yeah. But I think, obviously, you'd love to have him. Yeah. You'd love to have just that. You'd rather have more talent than not enough talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it it, definitely, it's tough to complain when, you, oh, yeah. no, another all-league guy on the team. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> yeah. It does like, mix up the dynamic, though. I mean, yeah. it shakes up what you what you can do and what you can't do on the court when you've got a guy... I mean, I, I've had this conversation with multiple people about Iowa mm-hmm. with Garza. Yeah. Like, 
you have Garza, you're going to feed him the ball. Right. But right. if all of a sudden you don't have Garza, your mentality, your, your game, your offense has to completely yeah, change. Yeah. It's yeah. got, it's got to go away from that because you, you're not going to have him. And chances are you're not going to yeah, get you, another guy like right. him. Right. I was going to say, you can't turn the next guy just into him. No, like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Oh, we got a big guy now. Yeah. He's Luca Garza. No, nope. <laughs> sorry. That's, oh, uh, yeah, not that's, how it works. That's a, yeah. It's a weird deal. So what was the uh, the NCAA tournament? What was that experience like? Was It uh, It was probably super weird just because of the whole 100%, COVID percent I'm jealous that it couldn't have been during a normal year. Yeah. And uh, you'd love to go out for the, like, the playing game, essentially, against Wichita State. You got 15,000 fans there. Yeah. Instead of the like three thousand, which tough to complain after the after fourteen months we've yeah. had as a <laughs> yeah. as a society, yeah. but um, like that would have been surreal. But then, like being quarantined, just all the precautions, everything was it was super crazy and weird. So, were you basically? I mean, with the exception of practice, were you basically just in the hotel? Yeah. yeah. So, if you left the hotel for any reason that wasn't cleared with the NCAA, then you were going to get sent home. That's oh, crazy. So if it wasn't for games, basically, because even practice, we didn't leave the, we didn't like go outside of the hotel. Yeah. You walkways to the convention center right. from our hotels. And that convention center is so huge. Like it took us like they were, the buildings were connected and it took us 15 minutes to walk from our meeting room wow. all the way across to the convention center to our gym. It was nuts. Crazy. And like the weight room was huge. And what weight room or weight room? What, what, uh, were you in Indianapolis? Yeah. 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 Which for the, for the game against Wichita State, we played at Purdue, which is an hour and a half out of Indianapolis. We were staying in Indianapolis. So that bus ride, we're leaving like three and a half hours before game time (laughs) on a bus for 90 minutes. Imagine the stiffness from sitting on a Greyhound for an hour and a half and then be like, hey, go play the biggest game of your lives. Right, right, right. (laughs) That's a cool. That's a go cool. score more than fifty points. <laughs> yeah, barely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's not hard to believe why our offense started so slow. Right. We hadn't played in two weeks. Most teams hadn't played in a week. Which, granted, we needed the break after we yep. played like sixteen games in thirty-four days. You oh, had yeah. guys that after were playing COVID. incredible amount of minutes. Yeah. yeah, like like I said earlier, Joe didn't. I think he came out of one game. Maybe yeah. like Garrett wasn't getting breaks. Tremel wasn't getting breaks. But. Yeah, like an hour and a half bus ride. We win the game. And then like, hey, guys, let's celebrate in an hour and a half at the hotel when we finally get back. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> like the Michigan State game was already over when oh, we got no. back. Because they were playing right after us. Yeah. And like the game was nearly over when we get back to the hotel. Like, man, what are we... What were, they on, were they on the same court, Michigan State? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so them and UCLA played at Purdue right after so you us. So guys, you guys couldn't stay at round? No. They wouldn't let you? No, so... We couldn't stay and watch any other any other games. That's crazy. The first two days we were there, we couldn't even leave our hotel rooms. They delivered the food to our rooms. Yep. Um, We had COVID testing every day. Jeez. And the way our schedule was was that via dog or via the anal probe? (laughs) Oh yeah, it was it was the anal probe for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Per Garrett's request. (laughs) No, I'm playing. (laughs) Oh man, love giving Garrett a hard time, but we uh. We would have COVID testing. And so our schedule was laid out where we really could, we didn't have more than like an hour and a half of break time at a time until like nine at night. So like, so that whole week we still had class. Like we didn't get a spring break this year because of scheduling. And then we're gone, still have class every day. And I was talking to our academic person about it uh, towards the end of the trip. Just like, 
I'm sure teachers are annoyed with me sending emails every day. Like I don't have time to get in class today. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. And she said that she was getting emails from other people's professors. Like we're online. There's no way they can't like get into at least one class this week. And she's like, I'm here too. And I've had to reschedule <laughs> conference calls with the president of the university and AD five times. Oh my God. Because you don't have time. Like we'd have breakfast at nine COVID testing at nine 45 lift at 11 lunch at 12 15 like a random team photo at 145 <laughs> practice at three dinner at five then film then some other meeting and then oh hey it's 9 30 now you can do homework do and some hang work. out yeah unreal so it and it comes off as ungrateful and like, wow, you got to play in the NCAA tournament and have police escorts everywhere. Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, maybe for so, some. So some people that don't really like get it will be like, oh, wow, poor you. You got all these amenities. You got all this free gear and stuff. Like, I accept that, but it wasn't perfect. No, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's like it's the not the ideal situation. And then like with uh, with the girls' uh, tournament. The weight room, that was messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... Yeah, that, like, yeah. I've had some people talk to me like, why did you guys get such better stuff? And like, the weight room, I don't have an answer. That's that's messed up by the NCAA. Yeah. But like, then they're talking about the gear and everything and like, and it's all money related. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it, yeah, like yeah. whether it's right or wrong, not as many people watch the women's NCAA tournament. Right. So they don't get as many sponsors, which means the sponsors don't send you as much stuff. Yep. Yeah. And, and, I mean. and like, at, when you look at it like that, like it, it sucks that that's the reality, but it is. Just because yeah. it, it sucks doesn't mean it's not true. And isn't that the way it? it isn't that the way the whole world works? Yeah. Exactly. Like, and so, like it, uh, Cade McKnight, who played at Grinnell, yes. played at Truman State, yes. all conference player, player of the year in their league. They went to the Elite Eight this year for D two. And I was like, "What do you think they got? They made it to the Elite Eight. We Did made it even, to the round of sixty four, yeah, and right. we got all this stuff. Do you think D two people got anything? I bet they get anything. Like Spencer Lee." one of yeah. the best wrestlers yeah. in yeah. the it's history true. of it's America. True. Yeah. The dude wrestled with two torn ACLs yeah. and they got a water bottle. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was their gift. They got one thing nice. and it was a water bottle so, and he got two torn ACLs and a trophy, but nice. That guy's a different, different cat. Yeah. And, he, and it's, he, and, he different. and it's like, nobody watches the wrestling tournament except for like diehard wrestling yeah. fans. There, there's not like just a casual sports fan that's just going to turn on wrestling. Right. Right. But you can just, any casual can just turn on basketball and like, it's at least exciting. You can have no idea what's oh, going yeah. on, but like, it's still fun to watch. Yep, sure. People just running up and down, dunking stuff like. Well, and, and, and you'll get, you'll get, you'll get folks that'll argue that the, you know, the girls game is, is better now. Right. And I, you know, I, I, I can see their argument. It is what it is. And, and frankly, there are probably some games that are better on the girls side. Right. But you're right. The, you know the popularity, you know, all of that. It, it's just not, right. it's not at the level of the, and the men's game. And again, it's not, it sucks that it's that way, but if you're, if you're doing something because you want other people to care, then you're doing it for a, the wrong reasons. Yes. And then there are very limited things you can do to get the level you want. Like, for example, when I was in high school, the band at Newton got like second at state. And there were people going on Facebook. They were mad that we were getting like t-shirts made for our team. Like thousands that. of people pulling up to Wells that. Fargo. Yeah. Everybody in town was like melting over our team and like yeah. brought the community together. And everybody's like, we got second in state. Why don't people care about us? If you're mm. doing band because you want people to care, you chose the wrong thing. Like, I'm sorry. 
Like I'm not trying to offend anyone, yeah. but like no, you're you're 100 percent. If right. you're in it for the for like the acclaim, then there are very few things you can do. Like you got to get good at like basketball, being a singer or acting. Like yeah, those are your choices. Well, and and it's funny because I remember having a conversation with Jarvis just. It was a year, two years, whatever, after all that. Uh, but I remember him saying how there were folks that were upset because um, they didn't have, like, a parade for the state bowling qualifiers. Yeah. I'm like, I mean. Like, shout again, out to them for. Yeah, for, fantastic. That's yeah. awesome that you're making it. Like, I'm exactly. not making fun of them, but it's like, yeah. that's not one of those things. That it's not a spectator it's, sport. It's not so a like, huge, like, yeah. popular thing. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think, but they, that's where we've got with society. Society so badly wants everything to be on an even playing field. And it's like, listen, mm -hmm. that's not the way it is. Right. Do they televise that? Like the bowling and all that band stuff? I don't think so. But they televise the football and basketball. Yeah. Right? Correct. There you go. Huh. So it's weird. Yep. <laughs> so that, that, that maybe leads into uh, my next question is what do you think about the whole, um, the name image and likeness? I think debate that's been happening here. So like when I was first getting to college, one of the things like pay to play, like university should pay the players like a salary to play, Yeah. which not every school would be able to do it. So that, that might be a legitimate beef where the school doesn't have enough money to do it. Like a, like a smaller school, like a Drake, yeah, like a St. Bonaventure. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to do that. And like, then what do you scale it on? Yeah, right. Does like a school that brings in more money, do their players get more money? Does everybody across the whole NCAA get the same amount yep. of money regardless? Yep. Is it based on like a starter get more money than like a walk on that doesn't really yeah. play? Your, like, Zion, your Zion, is he getting, you know? Yeah. You know. So the, the red tape around that would be hell to try to figure it out. But I think the name, image, and likeness could be a like a happy medium to be like, well, if you're on academic scholarship, you can still make money off of papers you publish. If you're on music scholarship, you can still release an album if you want. Yeah. And make I, money oh, off yeah. it. And that's, I, I heard a good argument today about if you're on an academic scholarship, like you can go out and make whatever money you want to make doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. So it's like, that's, there, oh, yeah. there should be no, and I think that's where there, there's a, uh, there's a large portion of, you know, the population that thinks the name image and likeness is universities paying the players to play. And it's like, right. that's not what it is. No, right. the universities wouldn't have any, like it wouldn't be them paying you at all. Nothing. It's no, just, it would just be like if, well, if it's we, like if you and Garrett want to go run a basketball camp exactly. in Newton yes. and, and profit from that, yeah, yeah. that like, should be a hundred percent allowed. So, so I've looked into the yeah. rules. So like my freshman year, maybe sophomore year after Garrett was there too. But like knowing that we could probably make some bank here. Yeah. Cause the level of love for basketball in the city of Newton was the highest it's ever been. Oh Yeah. yeah. Every kid wanted to go play basketball and we could have made bank, but I looked into the rule. And if I wanted to do that, I couldn't use any Drake issued gear. Yeah. I couldn't use my name to advertise it. Right. It would have had yeah. to be like a Y sponsored thing yep. that Scott Taylor was running. And then I'm just a helper. Yeah. Getting paid a normal salary. Yeah. I couldn't take like the funds for myself. Getting it's paid just the like, $20 that Scott was going to pay. To yeah, be get, yeah. Like here's four bucks and <laughs> yeah. a can of pop. Yeah. Hey, but you can't this. drink in the gym because we you. don't allow food and drink. Go like, out by the air go hockey. Out to the, yeah, exactly. Go out to the air hockey. <laughs> I got you some Cheez-Its from the vending machine. <laughs> Jeffy's out there playing air hockey and eating his Doritos. No, but I Man. see. And I don't think, I don't think everybody, I don't think the masses really understands no. that whole thing. No, it's just people that don't get it and don't want to get it just... Oh, they're already getting their school yes. paid for. That's enough. Well, sure. But I, again, if you got, if, if an athlete that signs that national letter of intent 
they're you're signing away your your freedoms really Basically. to the NCAA and really. that's and they're you know you know and they, like in the last three weeks they probably made six billion dollars yes, billion with a B and oh, we yeah. won't see any of it no yeah. and it's not even that because that would go into like the pay for play argument but like that's all fine and good I'm glad they changed they tweaked the transfer rule I think they went too far in the opposite direction where yeah. you can just transfer whenever so when, for any reason. <laughs> And then everybody's just leaving now. But they should have made it easier to like get a waiver if you had a legit reason to transfer. Sure. But that's another conversation altogether. But coaches have always been able to be like, well, I signed a four-year deal. Uh, greener pastures out at Colorado State. Yeah. For example, not right. that that happened at, at Drake and Nico Medved. Nico Medved. But yeah, uh. um, <laughs> not that that happened, but uh, there's no punishment for him. Yeah, nothing. Well, you and don't lose scholarships. And we, and we yeah, talked about yeah. it on the last podcast, and it was like, you got a guy like Archie Miller that, okay, you are no longer fit to be our coach out here. Here's $10 million. Yeah. Beat it. It's like, yeah. what? Like, like Booster's just right. putting up the money. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. don't like this guy. Yeah, get him out. Get him out. Here, I'll pay for it myself. Yeah. Here's 10 mil. And and then he's going to go sign a contract somewhere else, and he's going to make whatever on top of that. And it's like. Right. But then what about like the high school kids that, you know, these McDonald's All-Americans that are, you know, that have millions of followers on like you know, social media sure. who can make money off of that. So what happens when they go to college? Can they still make money or no? So that's, that's interesting. You bring that up. So there was a kicker, I think at UCF, he was doing like trick shots, uh, like spinning the ball, doing like a backflip and then kicking so a 50 yard like YouTube, YouTube yeah. Right, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So he, he had a ton of views on YouTube and the NCAA told him that either you can do YouTube or you can play football. Did yeah. he choose YouTube? He might've, I can't. I can't they, remember. Yeah, they I said thought I heard somebody did that same thing, but he chose. Could to have do been because he's going to make more money. Well, on they YouTube. basically said you can't monetize off these videos anymore. It's exactly. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because see, that's, he's using his football skills. And that's but the what stuff if it's that a, just, What if it's a high school kid though? I think as soon as they sign that national letter of intent, when they commit to play wherever they're, whatever they're playing, wherever they're playing, all that stuff, all those rules now that the NCAA has, they have to begin following. Well, and like when you uh, get your eligibility, like I didn't ever have some safe haven guardian angel like feeding me thousands of dollars like under right. the table or anything yeah. so it was a little bit different for me filling it out but uh when you go to college you have a ton of paperwork to fill out and it's like has anybody not in your family ever given you money if so how much yep like different incentives from AU programs like trying to figure it out and so since i never answered yes i don't know what the protocol is but right. i'm sure like that can keep kids from being eligible like if in the past they've made oh, money sure. in some way yeah I, I'm not sure the YouTube. That's a good question, but I gotta believe they put a kibosh to it at, yeah. in some right. way, shape, or but form. But if you go overseas and play pro ball, you could still get all that. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. that's the thing. Well, it's like, like what Lamelo Ball did, right? Yeah, with all the money from the big baller brand. Yeah. Then, then he couldn't go to college. Couldn't so go to college. Yep. Just goes to New Zealand for a year, and now he's the rookie of the year. Yeah. I just I just think that it, you know you you mentioned Spencer Lee earlier, and he had that incredible uh, interview after after he won and. Yeah. It, I can't even remember what he said. But Excuses he, he, are for wusses. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like somebody started making T-shirts about that. Yeah. And he can't, he can't see any of he, it. He doesn't see one uh, dime of that. He's the one who said it. That's right. crazy. He can't they're, they're, make they can any, use a silhouette of his body yeah. saying it yeah. with the big tiger hawk. And, and the only just, person that gets the money is the dude that created and it. And that's the stuff, Maybe that's the stuff that just yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, I, it shouldn't be like... The name, image, and likeness thing should 100% be passed. And I, or like if a local business wants to use like a player or an athlete 
as like a spokesperson on a commercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't do it because you have that status because you're a college athlete. Yeah. So no money for you. I just think it's crazy because, you know, you that's that's true, but on the flip side, if it weren't for those college athletes, the NCAA wouldn't be right. would be a thing. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it's not like they're going to lose anything from it. Exactly. They're yeah. not losing anything right. from it. Nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, well, and, crazy. and so another uh, question that was raised when I was talking to my my sister's boyfriend about this is well, if they pass it, are our kids going to be signed like brand deals in college like a nike sponsorship or something like would zion williamson have signed a 10 milli deal and like i'm sure they'd have to have some language in there to keep people from signing like a lebron james level yeah. endorsement yeah. contract but yeah but just to be like able to use like your instagram following like yeah like these kids from their mixtapes or like yeah. The, yeah. the women's college basketball players because 16 year old dudes are 16 year old dudes like everybody follows the girls so somebody put out a list of like based on your social media following who would be able to make the most money from like brand ambassador stuff like mm. hashtag ad type yeah like instagram posts or tweets and so like uh the girl from yukon Paige bukers uh was like number one and they like whatever algorithm they use was showing like 80 to 90k a year that's crazy and it's like it is crazy and that would be like life-changing money for people that are bringing in millions for their universities. Right. right. Yeah, no, 100%. So it's like they're still seeing a small fraction of what the university is getting. It's not coming from the university. And that's it's the, coming for themselves. It's, that's the biggest part. Themselves. That's the biggest part. It's not coming from the university and it's not coming from the NCAA. It, should, that shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Right, exactly. And you're right. There probably is going to, there will be or need to be some sort of, uh, you know, language in there that, that keeps those big massive contracts and things like that to be signed. But because then, like the NCAA, that would be the only case where I could see the NCAA having a beef because, or seeing why, like understanding why they would. So, like if it's a Nike school and Adidas tries to poach this kid from a Nike right. school, oh, like yeah. right. what's going to happen? Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting, but I would <laughs> I would wager to guess that within the next five years that'll be yeah that'll it, be solved. Yeah. Hopefully, anyways. I, I hope know. so as well. <laughs> well, that was like I heard. Uh, what they were talking about and Jordan Bohannon is kind of the guy that's been, yeah. he's really kind of been spearheading this thing, at least within our state. Um, you know, he's had, he's got a podcast and he can't, he can't he profit. Can't monetize it. It. He can't yeah. monetize the podcast at all. Oh wow. Like yeah. none, none of it. It's like, no. what? It just, it, that stuff just doesn't He make. makes the same amount as we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can't monetize that. Yeah. I've, I've got a contract I've, I work off of for Marshalltown Community School District. So. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they've got okay. some language They've in got there. some language in there that's just <laughs> yeah. a little fuzzy. So I'm, <laughs> We've had our opportunities, you know, with oh, yeah. you know, big-time sponsors. But, yeah, we got to turn them down. Yeah. I, I, I and the next five down. minutes is brought to you by Honey. <laughs> <laughs> a browser <laughs> extension. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag ad. Uh, so what's next, Connor? Yeah, so what's the, uh, what's the game plan for you, man? That's a what's good question. Down? Um, that's really the only reason I came. <laughs> so so right now i'm enjoying my uh six feet of social distance in the transfer portal with the other 1300 oh nice. my gosh yeah that's athletes crazy. um it's nuts and so i don't envy being a coach right now you got half your roster is leaving you got so many dudes various levels that want to go play so i've talked to a few schools i've had lily reach out to some contacts because he knows everyone yeah. everywhere apparently yeah. yeah um so he's talking to some schools out east for me trying to gauge some interest and then some D2s in like Illinois, Missouri, um, William Penn and Iowa, just kind of trying to figure that out probably for the next month or two on weekends. I'll probably go a couple places, play some open gyms, yeah, nice. talk to some coaches, but 
yeah, it's it's crazy. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm engaged now, and we're gonna get married in like a year and a half. So the decision isn't just yeah, yeah. It's for not me. Just you. It's not yeah. just me. You have one year of eligibility left. Is that what it is? I have three. Oh, you do? I have three. Dang. <laughs> so yeah, Dude, with you're, gonna the be like, shirt, you're gonna be like Jess settles. Yeah, Dang, I'm gonna be 25 when I'm done playing college <laughs> basketball, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with if it. If my body lets and, me. Yeah, do it. If you can do it, do it. Absolutely. I, absolutely, man. I, I love it. I didn't I, know you had that many years, though. Yeah, that's, so, that's and, and the, only reason, yeah. the only reason is because this COVID year, like everybody gets their eligibility oh, yeah. back because my freshman year redshirted, so that year doesn't count. Injury redshirt sophomore year, that doesn't count. So last year I was a third year freshman, basically. Yeah. And then this year, I mean, I'm really like a fourth year freshman right? because I still got three years left. Nice. But I'll have a degree in three years left to play. I was going to ask you, so what's that look like for school then? What do you... So I'll graduate with a finance degree in the spring. So I'll probably go look at like an MBA, a business administration. You should have been a doctor though. I know. So... Right. So (laughs) if I would have known, I probably just would have gone pre-med and had one year left and I'm done playing. But it'll be good though, because by the time you're done, you'll have your master's and you'll be like... Yeah. You'll be set. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah. They're called doctors. They're called doctors. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible that's awesome. So that's when, uh, awesome. do you have to, do you, do you have a timeline in terms of when you have to have your like decision made with, um, with where you want, where you want to head? Have to, as far as enforced by them, probably not. But I mean, I would like to know by graduation. I really, yeah. I'd like to yeah. know by the end of April, but yeah. like just to like, have a sense of comfort for myself. So I'm not still yeah. scrambling. Well, you want to be able to get settled in and right. know what's, know what's going yeah. down. And yeah. but so, and then, uh, Kenna, my fiance still has another year of school left. Uh, she's an architecture major at Iowa state. So, okay. uh, it's a five year program. We're the same age coming out of high school, um, from here. And so it'll be a year where I'm wherever I go and she's here. So then yeah. after that, she would move to wherever. So, nice. Like William Penn, for example, the one drawback would be there aren't really many architecture firms in Oskaloosa, <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. So, yeah, and so my, my hope is that the way society has progressed towards this like remote model of yeah. working, like most of what she would do would be like renderings online and designing stuff on a computer. Like in theory, you could do that from anywhere. She oh, yeah. could work for a firm in Houston, but yeah. in theory, she could live wherever she wanted. And I think that's, I mean, you're right. I think that's, we're kind of headed in that direction if, if not already there right. where companies are saying, Hey, we'll take the best person qualified for this position and you can work from wherever you want to work. Right. Give you a, like a little less salary. Yeah. Cause like really if we could live in a cheaper place than like where a big firm would be located in a big city. Yes. Like live in, live wherever I'm going to school like making less money wouldn't be that bad because if they're paying at the, at the scale that they pay out there for cost of living, but we're living in like Iowa. Right. That's still huge. You're living in Kellogg. Exactly. Yeah. Real low cost of living over yeah. there in Kellogg. 100%. Yeah. Yep. That water bill's real cheap. Is I it? remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have, yeah. So you guys do have water. They have water, running water over there. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes you got to go out to the spigot. Yeah. Make sure, <laughs> make sure everything's all good. Yeah. yeah. It's a little questionable at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's maybe a little discolored, but it's fine. Yeah. It's, oh, it Timmy fell in you. the well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Well, it's been awesome to catch up. I, it seems like I don't remember the last time I saw you. I know. I was I was leaving home, and they're like, when was the last time you even saw Sib? I was like, <laughs> man, like I, I feel like recently, but probably not. Probably no. Like, probably like once since I went to school. Yeah. We, I, kept, we kept saying we need to go to a game. 
Right. Yeah. And then, and then we couldn't go to a game and then COVID yeah. hit and exactly. then, and then, you know, they opened up the nap center with like what, 1500 people or something like yeah. that. And tickets were selling out pretty quick. Like, yeah. At that point we're undefeated. Yeah. And, uh, Everybody wanted to go see. Yeah. But talk about a weird situation though, too, with that. Like I remember those first few games when they were letting fans in, I'm like, you, you still can barely hear anybody. Did you see the baseball game in uh, Texas? It. I love it. Yeah, man. 40,000 or something. Or like a... Uh, Pack it out, baby. The the, the party at, in Waco at the Baylor uh, oh, yeah, football yeah, stadium yeah, 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 watching yeah. the game. Everybody's that, just hugging in the end zone. Yeah. Is that the one Paul Pierce was at? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Paul got let legend, go. Man. Paul got let go by yeah. ESPN because of yeah, that. What a bad. legend. What was it he inst- tweeted, he said, even when I'm losing, I'm winning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. No, nah, yeah. man, I'm pretty sure you took the L on that one. Yeah. yeah he for, may- and he did it for 300. There were only 300 people watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I wasn't like that. he turned that. on the live and it was like thousands yeah, on thousands. That. It was uh, 300. You know who's going to pick him up is like Fox Sports or something will pick him oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, dude, you're going to the Hall of Fame of the yeah. NBA and you just blew your analyst career <laughs> for a bunch of strippers. Part, yeah. of, part of me kind of likes it, but part of me is like, wow, why, why would you do that? A hundred percent. And how old are you? Exactly. He is. What is he for? He's at over forty, right? He has to be forty. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So he was he was probably about forty when he retired a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's about time, huh? Now it's Garrett's turn. Get Garrett. Yeah, we here. need to get Sturzy out here on this. Man, thing. I know. I was gonna mention it to him, but we he's probably be. he's it's probably zero dark thirty mode. He what? he doesn't have any social media. He just no 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 no. It's wait. funny you bring that up. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Yeah, time out. Breaking news. He's going live with strippers. No. <laughs> He's got three people watching. No. Right before <laughs> right before we came on, I get a notification from Snapchat. Oh, whoa. Yes, I got the same one, and then I looked, and I couldn't find him. One of your contacts, Garrett Sturtz, is now on Snapchat. Oh. I was like, oh, he's on. I saw it, too, and I went through my contacts, and it wasn't showing you up. couldn't so. find it. He I got on mad. and he jumped right back off. It scared Probably. him. He's Probably. not a social media guy, huh? No, absolutely not. He, he's very, very old school. I love it. Like, I mean, <laughs> you can tell by the way he plays. Like, oh yeah. Like, however you think he is off the court from the way he plays, you're probably right. <laughs> he just seems like a quiet, like dude in high school dude. would just watch Pistol Pete dribbling videos in class. Oh man, still got a four point, but he's on his iPad just watching <laughs> Pistol Pete ball handling and like Larry Bird's left-handed forty pointer against the Hawks. <laughs> Like, dude is a different person. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, he, yeah. And like he, That's awesome. like if he could go analog, he 100% would. He like would just he, love to just go back to grid. like that flip phone. Oh, 100%. Speaking like of no f- phone at all, I think he would prefer. And so it's funny. So he's like a, he's a marketing major. And within the business school at Drake, they make you like get ready for the real world your freshman year. And then after that, they don't, which is weird. But so they make you make like a LinkedIn account. Oh, yeah. And so Garrett's like, I did that one time. So Garrett's like had this beef with the like a dean of the business school or something. He's like, I don't want to put my information out there. Like, what if I get hacked? <laughs> or, or it wasn't, I don't think it was that reason, but it was yeah. that's the only thing that makes sense to me. He's like, uh, like, I'll just find contacts through other ways than LinkedIn. I don't want to put my information what, through your walkie talkie. I'll keep it. I'll keep it in my Rolodex here in my desk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, bro, I don't think you have to put your social security <laughs> number on your resume. Like, I think you're good, bro, awesome. but it's so funny. He's just, That's different. Awesome. Yeah. you know, speaking of flip phones, I, uh, you, Scott, you know, this, I, I, I went to an auction this past weekend. Oh boy. 
Yeah, easy now. I don't, I don't know if you noticed. I've got a nice fleet of of lawn tractors out here. Yeah, uh, you know, keep the keep the property looking nice and all. Of course, so. you can only use one at a time. By the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they all do a little bit different though. Okay. So you got. Well, one action. falls on his hand while he rides the other one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, well, I, actually, at that auction, I was looking for. I they had a lawnmower lift there, and I thought, yeah, that's, oh. that's a good way not to have a lawnmower land on your hand. Okay. You know? I see. Uh, but anyways, um, I saw. If you can imagine, this was now. This was in Tama County. Oh boy, Tama County mm-hmm. Fairground. Okay. And uh, you know, it was a farm consignment auction. Oh yeah, it's a lot of good stuff. It's so, crazy. I saw a lot of flip phones. Really? Yeah. Did you get one? No, no, no. These are folks using them. Oh, I was going to say, I hope they're not auctioning. I thought they're auctioning. No, 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 no. These are real life human beings using flip phones. Oh, wow. and I was like, dude, am I in like 1999 right now? Yes. What's going on? Is right. so Y2K on the way? Yeah. And on top oh, of that. So, of course, you know, there's there's a there's thousands of people. It's a massive auction. Right. Uh, You know, very few people with masks. Of course. But I do get I do get in line to register behind this lady. I'm like, oh, she has a she has one of the gators on, you know. Right, <laughs> and she, she, she turns to me, and she, she had a she had a nose hole cut out of her mask. <laughs> no, for shot. real? Yes. No. Oh, shot. Wow. Yeah. So she's got a no. You know, she breathes easier with. Oh well, yeah, problem solving. You know, with her nose through the mask, of course. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> where am I at right now? Jeez. I love going to like Come and Go or something by Drake, and you're going up to buy a pop or pay for your gas or something and somebody's trying to talk to the cashier and they pull their mask down and you yeah. know how they got like the plexiglass yeah, yeah. Yeah. they're like looking around the <laughs> pulling down the mask <laughs> like that is exactly the opposite yeah. of what no, you're supposed to do right it's now it's funny that you say that because when i had covid i went into the i went into the clinic and there's a huge sign on the on the window and then there's and then there's these lines tape on to, the ground and there's tape on the ground and, and what do I do? I walk right up to the glass and I go, I'm here for my appointment. <laughs> and and, and like, they're like, sir, you need to, first you need to step back or go to your car. Because <laughs> I, 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 I like did the thing, uh, you like leave a message. Yeah. And they never said that I had to wait in my car. And I thought it was weird. And when I came in, before you get into the clinic part, the lady takes your temperature. Oh, yeah. And she told me to go on in. I'm like, okay, so I should be fine. I had a temperature though. Oh wow! So I went in, and then I'm I went right up to the I didn't even look at the sign or anything, and I just said I'm here for my appointment. I'm like standing at the glass instead of like, you know, five feet back or whatever. She wasn't doing her yeah. job. But then it, yeah, no. The, the, then the other guy comes out to get me. He's like, "Who told you to come in here?" He's literally freaking out. Jeez, come on, man. Yeah, but calm down. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> are Are you getting vaccinated, Connor? Um, I'm sure I will. Yeah. I don't know. The way I see it is. Uh, people that really need it or like people that are more at risk than me, I would like, I would feel bad if I took someone's spot who needs it more than me. Like I'm the same way. Some lady at work today just called and made an appointment today and got in today and it took like, she was gone for like 10 minutes. Well, I don't know if you wow. saw like one of those companies that made making vaccine, they had to like throw a bunch of them out. Right. Yeah. Cause the ingredients were wrong. Yeah. That's another thing. Like I don't want your first couple batches. I of know. It. Like, I want you to know yeah. what's going on. Give me before. the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. We'll I, let all yeah. these people grow weird, weird things out of their faces first, and then I'll get it. Yeah, exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, that's they they vaccinated whoever wanted them at school, and I was like, I just don't feel right about getting them getting it. Yet. I just right. Like I've been pretty normal living through this whole thing. Like right. 
again, normal as you can be, but I'm not, I'm not one of those crazy persons that just stays home. You know, I'm in school every single day. You know, I'm right. I don't wear a mask if I don't have to, I'm not yeah. an anti-masker, but I'm like, I've, you know, I'm, right. I'm living life. And so at this point I'm kind of like, I don't feel like I really need a vaccine. I think some got vac- vaccinated. Oh, Jay, some did. I think he did today, but oh, he, he would, we though. might need to call and check on him tomorrow then. Oh, <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's a goner. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Well, Connor, this has been good, man. Yeah, I'm glad we finally got you on here. Yeah. yeah your your check will be in the mail for coming. I appreciate it. Excellent. Well, nice. not not officially. Well, I mean, uh, not just uh, yeah, uh, gift card. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I still got some eligibility left, guys. Yeah. Uh, you didn't hear that. Hey, good luck wherever you go, though. Three appreciate years it. eligibility. I tell you what, if you go somewhere close. Yeah, we'll come down. We'll come watch. And 100%. if you're a long dang ways away, we'll just... I'll we'll, fly you out, man. Well, if, it, yeah. if it's warm, though. Well, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> Vacation. Vacation. Well, it. man, if, if Urias and Jason don't come back, I, I might be your third. Yep. Hey, man. We'll take you. We'll take you. At this point, if you, if you can say yes to a scheduled date, yeah. uh, that right. would be all you would have to do. Right. It's just say yes. And as oh, long as your man. girlfriend's okay with you being here for yeah. about an hour or so. Hey, uh, do you think you could make Fiance. it on, uh, you know, uh, two weeks from now on this date? If you could literally text back, yes, you're in. <laughs> Those three letters, I got it. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and see if Garrett's got like, if he's still got a phone or if he's yeah. got it charged or whatever. Maybe try to figure out a time to get him Yeah, here. some Morse yeah. code or something. Uh, we can have some fun. There you go. All right, guys. Awesome. We'll see you next time. We'll see you. You bet.